what up what up what up welcome back to the scorecard the boxing scorecard where i ask people to bring your scorecard and an explanation not just simply your opinion thank you for getting up with me this early morning you can catch the show live every sunday morning at 9 30 a.m canadian eastern time if you can't catch the show live um you can catch it on any anywhere you can listen to podcasts anywhere available from spotify to tune in radio to wherever all right um and before I actually get into the show, um, I want to make sure I give a give a big shout out to, to Boxing Ontario, um, the major amateur boxing uh, organization for boxing in Ontario. Obviously, we just had they just had the biggest tournament, um, the longest running annual tournament, the Brampton Cup. It's been going on well the first time since since before COVID that uh, that it was put on. Uh, they had a record number of participants of, uh, of boxers so much that they had to cut off the registration early um so it was a very big tournament successful tournament um and it was just good to be back watching live boxing again you know seeing a lot of the coaches i haven't seen in a, in a long time building with those guys um seeing the future the future of of, of the sport grow seeing a lot of new a new new boxers in the ring that look good um I got to give a major shout out to, to my boxer, Jaden Johnston. Uh, kid's been training his ass off for the past couple of months. He lost a close one, lost a close one um, in his first match against a, a more experienced fighter in King of the Ring. And shout out to King of the Ring, one of the best gyms out there, too. Um, but yeah, my boy Jaden lost a close one. But the one thing I always emphasize to my boxers is that, you know, L, L stands for learning, not a loss. So, you know, first thing when he came out of the ring, I asked him, what did you learn out of that? And that's what we're going to be building off of that. So shout out to him. Shout out, was, shout out to his parents, too, man. They're very dedicated and happen, happen there all the time and support him a lot. Um, one more thing. I got to give a big shout out to the to the few people that actually recognize me from from this show. <laughs> shout out to my man, Roger. I apologize. I forgot the name here, Jim. Um I got your number. I got your number and everything, but I didn't write down the name of your gym. But shout out to my man, Roger, a very good coach. He had a couple of good boxes up there, the tournament uh, that did good. I know he's in a couple of gold medal matches today, so shout out to him. Um, and also shout out to Dave from uh, from United Boxing Club. Shout out to him, too. Said he said he appreciates the breakdowns of, uh, of the scorecard show. <laughs> There's only two people. It made me feel good, though. People out there actually listening. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So let's get into what you guys are here for. The scorecard we had <clears throat> last night, it was the, uh, a title eliminator. So whoever won this is going to get a, a title shot. And we had, I'll start with, uh, we can get, get the slides up now. We had Joette Gonzalez versus Isaac Dogbo. So I'm actually going to start with, um, with Mr. Gonzalez first. We got the slides or no? I'm going to start with Mr. Gonzalez first. And this fight was at the uh, the 126-pound division. So, Joette Gonzalez, whose record is 25 wins with uh, 15 knockouts and three KOs. Um, you might have known him. He, he fought Sh Shakur Stevenson a couple of fights ago. Um, he hung in there with him. Um, he also, him and Dogbo have a common opponent have a common opponent in uh in, in uh navarrete I forget his first name but navarrete from mexico who's a a force to be reckoned with 
No slides today. Uh, who was a force to be reckoned with? Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. So, Joette Gonzalez on the left, who I've just been speaking about for the past couple of seconds here. Um, his full name is Joette de Jesus Gonzalez from the USA. Um, mentioned before, he had uh, he, he lost a, a unanimous decision to Shaker Stevenson, but he, he did hang, hang in there with him. Um, he lost uh, um, he, him and Dogbo have a common opponent of, of Emmanuel Navarrete, who I say behind Shakur Stevenson. Behind Shakur Stevenson, I think uh, Navarrete is the is the next the next force to be reckoned with at at, uh, at that lightweight class. Um, Joette, he also beat Miguel Mariaga, and uh, yeah, man, a couple a couple good wins. Um, Isaac Dogbo, let me get his stats up right now. Um, Isaac Zion Dogbo. His record is 24 wins, 15 knockouts, um, with only two losses. And his his only two losses came to, to came to the champion Emmanuel Navarrete. Um, so, you know, that says something. One of the best boxers out there. Um, he has some notable wins too. He beat at he had a good fight with Adam Lopez, Chris Chris Diaz. Um, yeah, man, very good boxer. Two close losses to Navarrete. Now, this this is why this fight was um, was was a close one. I didn't. I didn't have a prediction for this one because I, I knew it was going to be not not because I knew it was going to be close. It was just too hard, too hard to to see. This was a very even matchup. Um, Dogbo is a little bit of a harder puncher, but Gonzalez makes it up for for his uh, for his activity. As I have the highlights on my other laptop here, and this was a little bit complicated too. I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch the, the fight live because I was at I was at the boxing show. It didn't end until like eleven thirty last night. Um, so I had to watch this fight on a replay at like three o'clock in the morning on the ride home. <laughs> so yeah, it was a few times I had to fall asleep and I had to rewind the round. So I apologize if my judgment is just slightly off, but I did write down my notes for for each round. Um, so the 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 official score for the fight was a split decision win for Isaac Dogbo. Um, the official scorecards was 96 to 94. All three judges had it 96 to 94. Um, two of the judges had it for Dogbo, and one judge had it for uh, for Gonzalez. My score was a draw. I had it 95-95. Um, at 95-95, I couldn't use my regular scorecard scorecard app so because it was a little bit different. But yeah, there was a, there was a lot of close rounds. I only had two specifically marked two rounds as close rounds but it was a lot more close rounds than that um and i'll go through the breakdown right now so the first round it just seemed like dogbo looked more in, in control of the fight they were both exchanging it was it was i didn't mark it as a close round but it wasn't just clear for dogbo but it just looked like he was in more control of the fight like on where things were gonna go like we're gonna fight over here now now we're gonna take a break now we're gonna move over here it looked like Dogbo was more in control of that. Second round, um, it was actually the other way around. Again, no, no civic significant hard punches were landed from each fighter. There were some punches, but nothing that you know really stood out. But in that second round, it looked like Lopez realized like, I don't want to get too far ahead, too far behind on these scorecards, and I should pick it up a little bit. So in that second round, I, I gave that second round to uh to Gonzalez. The third round is I marked as a close round. Um, Gonzalez was busy. The only reason why I gave it to Gonzalez is because he he just 
was busier in the later half of the round. It was back and forth, back and forth, but Gonzalez just looked like he got busier in the later part of the of the round. But it was a very round three was was close for me. So that that one could have went either way. And again, I always say if a round is close, you know, at the end of the fight, when the scorecards get, get uh, tallied up, people don't agree with, you know, with, with, with the numbers, but if there was a lot of close rounds that could have went either way, you know, factor, factor that in and then realize that, you know, even though it's a wide score, it could have been, it could have been a lot closer because of those close rounds. Anyways, going into round four, um, dog bulls corner in, in round five, at the end of round four, Dog Bowl's corner themselves, Barry Hunter. Shout out to Barry Hunter. And I'm going to mention something about him at the end, what he said in the 10th round. Uh, going into the 10th round, they'll find a round. Shout out to my boy Randy, who, who emphasized this and really pointed it out. Um, yeah, shout out to Randy for pointing this out. But I'm, some, I'm going to bring up that Barry Hunter, Dog Bowl's coach, said going into that 10th round. Um, but we're in round five right now. Um, round five was another close round. I gave it round five to Dog Bowl. He was backing. My notes for round five was he was backing up, but still landing cleaner, more cleaner than than Gonzalez. Um, Gonzalez Gonzalez was putting good pressure on him, but um, and giving him slight trouble. Switch to, switch to slides. Oh yeah, switch the slides, please. Um, Gonzalez uh, round five was backing up, but still landing cleaner. This is round five I'm in. Gonzalez was backing up, but still landing cleaner. Um, no, I apologize. Dogbo was backing up, but still landing cleaner. Gonzalez was putting good pressure, but um, and giving he was giving Dogbo a little bit of trouble. But I think Dogbo was handling it, handling good in that fifth round. Going into round six now, yeah, you can keep the slides going. Going into round six now, I apologize for uh, for forgetting to tell you that before. Going into round six, I gave it to Gonzalez for ring generalship. Uh, basically, what that means in boxing terms is as I say before, controlling where the fight is happening. It just seemed like uh, Gonzalez. And again, the really only the, the difference between these two guys is um, Dogbo, obviously we're not the one taking the punches, but it just seems like Dogbo punches harder. Like like when he lands, even when, when he, he throws and, and the opponent blocks the punch, like you can hear the thud on the punch. That's how you know someone punches hard. Even the, even when his opponent blocks it, you can you can hear the power. Um, but I gave yeah. So my notes for round six: uh, Gonzalez controlling where the fight is happening. Dogbo punching harder, but Gonzalez is controlling more. That was for round six. Round seven. Uh, yeah, first of all, we're going in this halfway through the fight. Where's all the comments in the chats? I need a. I know this wasn't a really high level fight, but give me anybody any scorecards out there. Or any comments or anything like that, leave them in the chat, please. Need some some participation or any questions you guys have. I'm just gonna go through my scorecard, and then I'll go through uh, through any comments or questions you guys got back there. Um. So going into round seven, I gave round seven to Dogbo. Um, he was throwing more, and because he hits harder, it's it, it's making Gonzalez hesitate. That was my uh, that was my note for round seven. Dogbo punches harder. So when he was being busier, it was just, it was forcing Gonzalez just to hesitate more before just jumping into the fire, knowing that if he makes a mistake, there's a hot one waiting for him. <laughs> a couple of hot ones. Going into round eight, I gave round eight to Gonzalez. 
um, looked like he took again this whole fight every round was just back and forth it's like it's almost like they were taking turns on who was gonna who was gonna take control of the fight round eight uh, um, my notes for round eight was Gonzalez takes back control of where the fight is happening Dogbo is throwing get away from me punches <laughs> and everyone explained so what I mean by get away from me punches sometimes if someone if someone's putting a lot of pressure on you right it's and of course you want to throw throw some respect not waste all your energy but you want to throw some respectable power so the so the person doesn't just come on you um at the same time it, you know it takes more energy to do that so sometimes you want to save your energy but it's hard to save your energy when your opponent is just in your face all the time so sometimes you'll see boxers just throw throw random punches i call them get away from me punches because they're not really like they're not trying to exchange they're just throwing just to like keep trying to keep you off of me like get away from me get away from me that's what I mean by get away from me punches. So I gave round eight to Gonzalez because Dogbo was throwing, but he, he wasn't throwing to engage. He was throwing to get away, which is okay too, but not in this, not in this round. Um, round nine, two rounds left. This round, this fight was only 10 rounds, not 12. Um, round nine, I gave to Dogbo. Um, my notes for round nine was there was an equal amount of punching from both boxers. But because Dogbo hits harder, he wins. He wins those exchanges. Again, well, it's pretty pretty straightforward. What I said, there was an equal amount of punches thrown from each boxer, but because Dogbo punches harder, um, he it looked like he won. He won the exchange most of the time when him and Gonzalez were going at it. And the final round, I gave also gave to Dogbo. And. Once again, shout out to my boy Els, Randy. He really emphasized this and, and um, you know, uh, made it a point to, 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 to emphasize this because it's something that's very important, something that I've done before, but it's not. It's something that should be emphasized more and, and I'm not sure the right word I'm looking for, respected more or just, just talked about more of, of the motivation that a coach needs to give the boxer to. Of course, if you're a high-level coach in any sport – you know, you you obviously know the X's and O's and and the technical part of 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 the of the sport. This is even I'm just talking about coaching in general, not just boxing, because this applies to to any sport. Um, if you're if you're a high level coach in any sport, of course you know the technical technicalities of what to do, whether it's offense and defense. You have, you're almost at a if you're at a professional level, you almost have a, a master's or PhD degree level of knowledge of the sport. Um, the one thing that that you know you can take all the courses in schools you know school courses and graduate from all the, the the diplomas that you want. The one thing that that it's hard to apply is the mental part of uh, of 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 an athlete's brain and what really can what could get them to that next level. And again, this is even more than boxing. This is not just boxing. This is for coaching an athlete, a high level athlete in any sport. So going into that tenth round. I don't know the exact the exact words that he said. I, I was I was trying to find it, but it's, it's hard on the on the replay. Um, but he basically was saying to him, he didn't even give him he didn't give him any technical instruction. He didn't say like jab here or you know step to the side. He just said, "Listen, paraphrasing that this wasn't word for word, but listen, this is going into the last round. I need this from you. You you need to dig deep inside and bring it out of you and put it all out there." Um, 
again, it was it was more moving than that. <laughs> it was more moving than that. But my whole point of that, and and again, shout out shout out to Randy because he, he he's the one that brought this up. Um, that motivation, that that extra drive, that is sometimes what gets you over over that. Um, you know, when when both opponents are equal, and both guys have equal amount of skill level. It's all about who's gonna just drive a little bit more, and that 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 motivational speech. And all you got is one minute in between rounds. You got to still got to give water, let the boxer catch his breath, um, and then give your your instructions from there. So that's it. To be in that, it's the one thing to do it in the gym when everything the setting is all you know. It's it's just sparring and every everyone. It's all it's a calm setting and everything. Gym's quiet, but it's one thing to be in the middle of a championship fight. You know, 20,000 people in the arena, everybody screaming, it's yelling. It's, it's hard to even hear yourself talk. Um, so you got to calm down. As the coach, you have to calm down, calm your, your 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 boxer down, get that heart rate down a little bit so they can clearly hear you, have clear thoughts, give them a sip of water, and explain to them, you know, going into that last round, if it's a close fight, this is what all the training is for. This is, you know, getting up at, uh, at 4.30 in the morning to go run, and then spar after, and then not eating what you want, still eating, but not eating what you want, and 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 you know missing hanging out time with 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 your friends and family. This is what it's all all for right now, this moment, going into this last round. And uh, yeah, man, I've had to give a few some of those speeches at the nationals a couple of times. I don't I don't have I haven't had any pro boxers uh, pro boxes yet, but you know at the at the national national championships every, every year, sometimes you had to give I had to give a couple of those speeches, man. It, it really does help give the boxer get that boxer to that to that um to that next level right because as i said i apologize for repeating myself all the time but when you're at that when you're when you're competing at the highest level whether it's whether it's amateur or pro whether you're at uh whether you're at the world championships or the commonwealth games or the olympics or at the professional level in a in a in a unification for all the belts championship match um, you're obviously two opponents are, 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 are high level. So it's all about who's going to make that first mistake or who's going to be able to stay focused that whole time. Right? Yes. Yes. Let's get some, come on, let's get some comments and questions in here. I know this wasn't a, a highly, uh, highly talked about fight, but it was still boxing. You know, the true boxing heads out there in the industry were still paid attention, paid attention to this fight. My man, you see my man, uh, uh, Dogbo. Um, yeah, man, a hard puncher. The only thing at, uh, at 126 pounds, you know, the, 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 the main guy is, uh, is, Sh- is Shakur Stevenson and Oscar Navarrete. Um, both Gonzalez and Dogbo lost to Navarrete already. Um, but both guys since, since their losses to Navarrete have, um, have had a couple of good wins and impressive wins. Um, so even though, even though, uh, Gonzalez on the left there, even though he lost last night, he's still, He's still in, in a good position to get some good fights just because he, he still was competitive. Like I said, it could have went either way. All three judges had it 96-94, and I had it uh, a tie. Um, so I wouldn't even be mad if they if they actually did a rematch. Uh, actually, no, no, no. This, it won't be a rematch because Dog, Dogbo is looking to get back to the top again. Um, not sure if he's ready for, for Navarati yet or Stevenson. Um, how old is, is, is my man? Dogbo, let me check right now. Dogbo is twenty. How old is he? Oh, he's twenty. Yeah, he's twenty-seven years old, so he still has time. 
27 years old. He's, he has 24 fights now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let him let him get a good let him get a good five, six more fights in. Um, probably in the next two, three years. I know it seems like a far far time away, but you want to make sure that that you're 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 prepared for the moment, man. You don't just want to jump into jump right back into it when you had a tough loss. I believe it was just last year. Two tough losses in a row for Dogbo. Yeah, he, he lost to Navarrete and then had a rematch with Navarrete and lost the same way. Um, so I don't think jumping right back into the fire with, with him would be the best idea right now. Um, again, I, I'm saying four or five fights, which would probably equal to at least two years. Um, it does seem, it does, two years does seem far away, but again, he's only 27 years old. So by the time he's 29, um, he'll have that much more experience as long as as long as he's staying focused and looking good um, in those fights in between there. And uh, the same thing for Joette Gonzalez too, man. He uh, he looked good last night in a lot of close rounds. Could have went either way. So you know he he has uh, he has he still has some good options for um, for what's what's the future for him at a, at 126 pounds. What title for that was that for that last night? That was for the WBO International Featherweight um, Title Eliminator between Joy Gonzalez and Isaac Dogbo. Um, yeah, well, I guess that is all for today, folks. Um, thank you again for for uh, subscribing and liking the video. Please, if you haven't done it yet, please like the video so it can help with the algorithms. Right, you know how that stuff works. Shout out, thank you very much for listening. Uh, once again, every Sunday, 9 30 a.m. Canadian Eastern Time. If you can't catch the show live, catch it on any podcast platform that you listen to. Um, we'll be back later on today at four for the knockout of the week with my man Mike Orr at four. And of course, we're here every day at four giving you new prospects. All right, man. Oh, yeah. And hit me up on any social media at Cedric Sports. Shout out to the Talk and Fight YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, at Cedric Sports. I'll see you guys later on today. Peace.